All right, now I know you might be a little bit nervous, Dylan, about being on a podcast, so I just want you to know that that it's fine. I can edit out any any bad bits. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can wipe the sweat off your forehead. It'll be fine. Thanks. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. Um, I have a guest with me today, which is exciting. It is my partner, Dylan, if you want to say hi. Hi. <laughs> and it's really weird to be doing this because it's usually Dylan running the show with the podcast, leading the interviews. Um, but it's all right, just switching things up. I do feel a little bit like Julie Pyatt, Rich Roll situation <laughs> going on here, if you know you who they are. professional with your two laptops. <laughs> <laughs> and my baby. Um, thanks. So the reason... I have asked Dylan to join me for this episode today is... Um, I don't even know why I'm on the podcast. <laughs> you, you'll find out soon enough. Um, is that after Dylan listened to the second episode, the one about um, how to have a healthy vegan pregnancy, <laughs> the first thing he said to me after listening to it was, I can't believe you didn't mention all the rebozo I did for you, which is a technique that we'll get into later. But it made me think... Um, that I actually missed out a whole massive section of how to have a healthy pregnancy, which is um, all of the support that you gave me. So I thought, <laughs> just completely missed out that whole part. So I thought we'll do a whole episode on, um, from a partner's point of view, how you were able to support me during my pregnancy and during the birth. And cool. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. Definitely. <laughs> So this is going to be like a uh, like support partner during your birth, like pregnancy and birth and stuff? Yeah. The official title I had written down on my laptop was How to Be a Supportive Partner for Pregnancy and Birth with Dylan. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. Okay, go. Well, let's get started. <laughs> all right. Um, I first of all want to know, and I don't even know if I know this, what were your initial thoughts when I told you I was pregnant? Um, I think you do know this. I don't know if you're just saying that. <laughs> um, no, but there might be like what you've told me and then what you actually think. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So for people listening, I just um, got back from riding my bike from LA to San Francisco up the coast on, on a push bike. And I just flown back literally that day and it was in the afternoon. And I remember I got back to Rosalie's house before her and I was very tired like just that like over exhaustion when you're kind of been doing exercise and then flying. So I had jet lag as well. And then Rosalie gave me this little box that had some little cards in it and with some shells and feathers and stuff and saying that you're going to have a baby. And, um, yeah, it's like nothing ever I've ever experienced. Just, just, just like a, not a shock, but, a uh, just a complete like disbelief mm. that, um, Yes, because it's not something that we were planning or even really, like we talked about it, but we hadn't even ever said when it was going to happen or anything. Yeah. And it just came completely out of the blue. So, um, yeah, there was never, there's never been any time. Oh, there was definitely times during the pregnancy where I, where I kind of felt like that my, I wasn't going to to do stuff that I wanted to do with my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but those would kind of, I think those relate to like when I was feeling a bit down or tired or stressed that that, that stuff would come in because, because really I, I was just present through the whole time. I was like, for nine months you were pregnant and then there was different stages and then the birth happened. Now the baby's here. Adam never really thought about that 
very much about how it's going to change my life because I'm just present each day with it. Yeah. Which I feel like is what we've done with the whole birth. Um, and your question, what was your question? Just like what was your, yeah, your initial thoughts and reaction? Uh, yeah, when just just like up. just disbelief and then. Um, and then I remember you called your friend who'd had a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, yeah, just, Did you yeah. feel better after that? Uh, yeah, kind of. I think I'd, I just wanted to, someone to talk to. Yeah. Rather than, because we hadn't told anyone. Yeah. For 12 weeks or whatever. And yeah, I think there was just a lot of me just really <laughs> wanting to meet her or the baby. We didn't mm. know what the sex was, but I just really mm-hmm. was excited to meet her. And I was really pretty nervous for the uh, baby coming out of your vagina part. Because I was <laughs> like, fuck, this is going to be so intense. Which it was. <laughs> so there's that part as well. Yeah. For sure. Cool. But before we get to the birth, um, I'm really curious to know what, like, what the pregnancy was like from the view of the non-pregnant partner, because I don't, um, yeah, obviously Mm. it was all happening to me and you were just having to be there to support me. So what was that experience like for you? Uh, I think there's like lots of answers to that question, but I think it kind of goes back to the same thing. It's kind of like watching your hair grow. You kind of don't notice it just all, it just, it just happens very Mm. slowly. Um, so I would say one of the first things that was, um, most notable, noticeable for me was just like how attracted to your body I was like already, (laughs) I already very attracted to it, but just the womanly curves and the feminine energy and the yeah, just that feminine body that was developing, like your boobs got bigger and like your stomach was like swollen and um, everything kind of just was just glowing. Mm. And on just like a really like primal level, your body was, and it still is like, it was just so uh, like hitting me on a deeper level. I was just like, wow, this is, a, this is the feminine energy um, essence or like captured in a body. Mm. Uh, so that's really yeah your body was just so beautiful and so sexy um and yeah just to see you like you're changing so much and then uh yeah it was your body your body was just amazing yeah and that's so amazing for you to say because i think um you know, a lot of women would have the perspective of, oh, I'm getting fat or whatever, you know, with mm. your big stomach. And it's easy to kind of turn it into a negative. But um, I didn't often feel like that. But like on the occasional time that I would, like, yeah, your your amazing comments about, um, about that were always so supportive and helped me to see it in that way as well. Like mm. the beautiful thing it is. Yeah, 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 definitely. That's, yeah, it's so beautiful. Um, other things I was feeling as well was what that like a lot of stuff shifted and it it was was like I had to kind of like a pick up a lot of weight in our relationship so like making dinner all the time like doing the majority of stuff I'm trying to think is this because I was really tired yeah yeah what was my excuse what was I I I going through no there's no excuse it's just that you you just need to rest and you just couldn't do what I could do and way faster and better Mm -hmm. just because I wasn't pregnant so there was a lot of that, which was like cool most of the time, but like I have a tendency to kind of like just keep, just do too much stuff. And if I came home and I had to make dinner, I'll just be like, really, I just, sometimes I just noticed I didn't have energy for you, which mm. was like super interesting. I just couldn't, 
I couldn't give beyond myself because I'd just given too much of myself. So sometimes I would get home to you and um, find it like you would ask me to do like a jiggle or like a rebozo and I'll be like, sorry, I can't do that right now. I just need to go to sleep. Mm. Um, but then other times I was so happy to kind of like assist you and, and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Trying, trying to be like the perfect partner, but realizing that I'm just a human most mm. of the time and that I can do my best, but if I'm doing too much, then I can't really show up. But uh, yeah, it's been, since you got pregnant, it's me just kind of like stepping back from, um, having, uh, what's the right, I don't want to, it's not, not, not like a negative thing, but, um, just having to be there for you Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Your role is, yeah, definitely stepped up. Whereas before pre-pregnancy and whatnot, it was very much like a mutual relationship, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like we were both just, yeah, we're just doing our own thing, but together, together like, and love each other. Yeah. But now it's like, you've got a bigger role, mm, yeah. like a really big, um, yeah, you play a big part of being our support system mm. for sure. And I remember you saying that, um, that you're like, I look after you so that you can look after baby but you're like but who looks after me <laughs> and when you said that I was like oh man I never thought about that because you know I'm always like in my own like consumed in my own mind mm. and all about me and oh like I'm the one carrying this baby um like yeah I'm tired I'm sore like why can't he just give me a massage so yeah for you to see things from your perspective as well um I found was really important and so how do you think you managed to balance that or like you know like you said how you, sometimes you run out of energy um to give so like for somebody who's listening and is worrying about possibly like juggling that how would you say that mm. you managed to to do that best yeah I would say firstly that I, I didn't really manage it I think it was just sometimes I, <laughs> I was there for you and sometimes I wasn't um, but I think the most important thing was, and it's always been in our relationship is that I, we always do our own, like own things. Mm -hmm. So I run a lot, but, and that's my, that's kind of my thing that I do alone. And, um, I think from the start I said to Rosie, like, I'm, you have to let me do this one thing like every day, which is running or just yeah. giving me like a bit of time to exercise or, um, or meditate or drink some tea. Just like, give me that time and just don't ever question it like i'll ask you if it's all right but don't just just let me do it it's like filling your own cup first yeah right? yeah, like yeah 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 and if, if i wasn't able to do that those types of things then <coughs> it would just be like a spiral into um eventually just not being able to be there for you at all mm. so i mean that i think that's like we're having a unique relationship like that you like you really don't mind and you give me you don't give me anything you just i just do like i'm an individual self so i can you yeah, know, I can do what I want and you can do what you want. But like, I understand the importance of you doing yeah, yeah, what yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah. so what, whatever that is in your life, for me, it's like running and meditating and drinking tea. Um, just making sure you always have those things most most of the time. That they don't get pushed aside. Yeah, Yeah, but then there also as well is like, if you're worried about like how, how you're going to show up, sometimes you have to just, just suck it up and you just mm. have to be there. That's and you so have to true. swallow your pride. And you have to, you're going to be tired and you're going to have to show up um, beyond what you thought was possible because you're doing like way less than the mum's going to ever have to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, sometimes you just have to do it. Even if you get home at like 10 p.m. and you, still, you have to start making dinner, <laughs> um, you just do it. 
um and that that's how well, that's what's amazing about humans is that it's we can get we can talk and worry about things uh and not and try to figure out ways to avoid things that are going to happen but at the end of the day when things come to to you and and tasks or like challenges arise you always find a way through them that's what humans are good at we're good at adapting uh yeah and and you kind of look back on it you're like oh that wasn't even that hard anyway (laughs) so yeah that's a really good point it's like we're yeah we're capable of of anything you see a mum like pushing just make it work, yeah. like carrying a baby and pushing two kids in a stroller and then with a dog and you're just like <laughs> you know just like bawling mum like a ball of mum you know yeah like they can do, do anything and we anyone can do anything totally yeah yeah um i was just thinking about uh how obviously i was carrying the baby and so i was like um one of the things I loved doing was like connecting with baby every morning and just being really, um, uh, yeah, just feeling so close and connected. And how did you feel not having that same relationship with our baby before she came out? Uh, it's probably not something I thought about. I'm probably just grateful that I didn't have to carry a baby. Really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So it wasn't like, so you weren't like, jealous that i was getting to spend so much time with baby or anything <laughs> <laughs> no i was i was i was stoked just to have my have a body like a moving body and yeah <laughs> i wasn't really jealous at all i just i was just really excited to meet uh the baby eventually that was kind of the main thing that i was really excited about and waiting for cool nice all right so i i've just written down like a little list of things oh of ways in which you supported me during the pregnancy just to to share um but yeah feel free to button if 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 you have anything extra to add so the first thing which i mentioned at the start was that rebozo technique and what that is um it's kind of like a a jiggling and you use it if you're doing the rebozo technique you use a scarf and so say like i'm down on all fours and dylan will wrap the scarf uh, around like my butt and hips. I feel like you kind of did a child's pose. I don't think you're on all fours. Oh, did I? <laughs> it sounds like we're doing some bondage or something. <laughs> you got to keep things exciting. But... Um, okay, apparently I was stop, in stop, child's stop. pose. I'm too tired. <laughs> Sorry. Just need to have a good laugh. <laughs> Um, and then, so Dylan's like holding either side, like by my hips and holds it tight and then kind of just like rocks his hands from side to side and basically just like jiggles my butt and hips. And it was just like such a nice release of, I don't know, of everything. Your muscles and tendons and everything that's growing and changing and everything. Yeah. Which is, yeah, like tight and maybe a little sore. Yeah, so I really love that. And the other way you can do without the scarf is just jiggling where I'd be like lying on my side on the ground and Dylan would just put his hand like on my hip and kind of just like rock back and forth and just like everything jiggles. Um, and yeah, they would just, oh, I'd just be so grateful whenever you would be able to do that. And even though it would like, always be at the worst time (laughs) like you would have gotten home late from work then had to make dinner 
and you're like really tired and ready for bed and then I'd be like can I please have a jiggle um yeah and like you said before like sometimes you just wouldn't have the energy for it and that's totally understandable but yeah there was many a times when you did and yeah I was so grateful for that and just like massage in general <coughs> was so so nice I don't know yeah I just mm. could not get enough of that all right, feeding me healthy food. Now you're still doing this to this day. <laughs> um, it wasn't just the pregnancy, definitely, yeah, after having Fern as well. But, yeah, I think just because I was tired a lot of the time, slash I've just never been much of a cook anyway. I don't know, I just <clears throat> found it really helpful that you would prepare um, meals for me that were like amazingly delicious and just like super healthy mm. at the same time. Cause I think that made such a difference for uh, my whole experience of my pregnancy and the labor <clears throat> and with how healthy ferns turned out. Mm, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just heaps of, yeah, heaps. It was just like a really nutrient dense diet. So heaps of greens and a uh, bit like legumes, which are one of the most healthiest foods, mm. um, like enough calories as well. Um, smoothies, just some, just, just really nutrients with heaps of fruit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You were saying we didn't really like try to eat differently because I was pregnant or whatever, right? That was just, yeah. we're just really lucky to have the knowledge and, um, means to eat that way. Just, yeah. Beautiful whole food plant-based yeah, yeah. diet. Right. Cause you, you didn't have any complications for the whole entire experience, pregnancy mm. and labor. Yeah. And it's because you looked after your body. And one of those things was as well as like yoga and stretching and not being stressed, just having a good diet. Yeah. It was just pretty just simple. You know, you hear about people eating McDonald's and Tim Tams and stuff <laughs> because it's, they have the, all these cravings. But I don't know. There's probably a correlation between those people that have like Tim Tams and hospital births. I don't know. Or cesareans or something. Pretty sure there's a scientific article about that. Yeah, I mean, but it's like basic. If you put, if you look after your body, then it'll be able to do what it, what it, what it's meant to do, which is yeah, grow exactly, and, and birth the child. And we weren't made to eat processed food. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> to yeah, run, exactly. to run yeah. properly off processed yeah. food. Yeah, you mentioning like eating Tim Dams and stuff. Yeah, it is. It's sometimes easy to get into that mindset of justifying to yourself like this is what pregnant women do like i'm allowed to <laughs> yeah. indulge it's like the it's like the rhetoric that that society kind of builds in in, in pop culture and movies that yeah which is so funny because yeah, yeah and <laughs> treat, obviously you can treat yourself i love oh, eating yeah, cake. That's right. <laughs> so yeah you have you haven't said yet that um go yeah because we don't want to sound like these strict as um people who are real dogmatic about their diet but yeah we're just, uh, we've just evolved to the point of just eating a what would what we would consider a really healthy whole food diet but um yeah like this wouldn't be a, a podcast without with rose there she didn't talk about how much she loves cakes and stuff cakes and muffins and biggies <laughs> which she still eats a lot of all right <laughs> uh, okay um encouraging me to exercise mm. can you talk a bit about that <laughs> yes i can so uh yeah the uh, i like how you've probably heard in this this um episode that i think mo just movement whatever it is is so important so there's like 
kind of five simple things that I believe are so important for just a healthy uh, mind, body, soul, all that good stuff. Uh, so good water, good air, movement. Did I say good food? Good food. Um, did I say movement yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was meant to be the last one. Med- some kind of mindfulness practice and then a movement. Um, and it doesn't have to be crazy, but the hormones and all that goodness that gets released into your body is just a, such an easy way just to be fulfilled and and be um, content with yourself. Um, and it stops you from, especially in pregnancy, um, stop you stops you from trying to find like fill that hole in yourself through food or. Um, not looking after yourself, all those types of things. Mm. Um, and so, and like an area of conflict and contention for me or Rosalie has always been how, 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 like getting outside and just exercising. And I just thought that during your pregnancy, you know, if you're feeling, you're feeling like tired or you had a sore body, moving your body and just getting outside, going for a simple walk would just be so amazing. But it would always be the same conversation. But Rosalie would be, talking about something she's dealing with and I'd be like you should go for go work and then um you'd always talk about rest (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is like Dylan says an ongoing ongoing conversation about yeah like when I'm not feeling good I just I think that I should rest and I think it's because which is important yeah which is definitely important I think just like society I don't know, just encourages us to go, 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 right? Like I've talked about before, being really busy. And when you get sick, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe have like one day off work. But then if you're feeling a tiny bit better, like go back to work the next day. And so I'm really conscious of that. So when I'm not feeling good, I do try to like force myself to slow down and rest. But I definitely think (laughs) it's not always the right answer. Like, oh, you can do that. You can slow down and rest and still include like gentle movement. Mm. Which, yeah, um, usually after Dylan does commits me to go out for a little walk, um, I definitely feel feel better afterwards and, yeah, and be grateful that we went. But yeah, yeah. You never regret not, uh, you never regret exercising yeah, or moving. for sure. You always feel better after it. Fern's just joining us. Hey, Fern. Um... I was going to say, oh yeah, but it wasn't like a major problem during the pregnancy, but yeah, just times when, yeah, I just feel like super tired, especially like the last couple of weeks, I remember and being like, no, I think it's time, like, I was like, no, it's definitely time to just rest now, like I'm about to have the baby. Um, yeah, so I was grateful. Yeah, but you did heaps of yoga you to as keep well. me moving. Yeah, 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 love the yoga. <sighs> so another cool thing that you did was just coming along to all of the midwife appointments with me. And at the start, I was kind of thinking like, <clears throat> um, oh, it'll be, it'll be fine if he doesn't want to come. Like I'll manage. I'm an independent woman. Like it'll be cool. But you were just like, no, nah, of course I'll come. And yeah, you made it to the majority of the appointments and it was just so cool to have you actually there and like hearing that information firsthand and like asking questions instead of me just mm. relaying Offering it like to you when I got home. As well. Yeah, yeah, of for like sure. The choices we had to make. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, you questioned things that I would just be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, it's really cool to have that perspective. And even like writing the birthing plan together, like 
it was really important for me that you had your input in that as well. Like, even though I'm the one giving birth, like it's our baby and yeah, you've just, you've definitely got a different way of looking at things, which Mm. I really appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think kind of all that, everything we've been talking about is like, uh, if you're a birth partner, just don't, just don't be a dick. (laughs) (laughs) So just if you're a good partner in general, (laughs) then you'll be a good birth partner. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think from... If, if you're a, a, like a male or a, um, a birth partner who's listening, uh, yeah, I think I think it is just important. Just don't be a dick. Like your your partner needs you to be there. She's going um, through like a really massive, most important part of her life, and she needs you. She needs you there, like full stop. But also as well on the on the flip side of that, if you're pregnant and your partner's being a dick, um, just like understand that it's really it's really hard as well. Like knowing what to do and especially for women or the 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 feminine energy can just like assume that males can read minds yeah that's me all the time um so if your partner's not doing or not picking up on things that you want him to it's probably most likely that he actually just has no idea Mm, and so just just like communicate just say hey i need this right now i would love for you to come to my midwife appointment um, and don't don't um, get angry or, or um, hold a grudge because they're acting a certain way. They might just not know. Mm. So. It's just good old relationship advice in general. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's really, it's a goodie. really important. Um, and I was just thinking about, <clears throat> I think I was lucky in that I didn't get like super emotional during my pregnancy, which you definitely hear about, but I definitely had my moments. Mm. Um how did you find that well i think i think you know me and that i'm i like have a very strong mindfulness practice um so i mean yeah i just i all i, I there's no point in taking it personally mm-hmm. if you are if you're upset or being emotional i was like okay rosalie's being emotional now she's probably just experiencing some emotions I yeah there's no point in taking anything personally and there were definitely a few times where i'd just be like crying and i'd just say to you like i literally have no idea why i'm crying um, and yeah, I, I think say you... that happened very often though. No, and not, not in the way you're describing it. You were just crying randomly. It'd be more like something would make you cry easily. Okay. And maybe like once or twice. Yeah. Cause you're making say, it sound like it was on the mood. He's like, I'm just <laughs> crying all the time. So sure. emotional. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think you were good at just like being like do you need anything what can I do and if I was like no nah, nothing then you just leave me to it and again it's just yeah. that communication right yeah. <clears throat> cool um so that's pretty much the pregnancy do you do you have anything else to add that's uh do you want to talk about sex um how did you shave how did you shave your pubes <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> It's definitely the most supportive thing you can do as a partner, <laughs> as when your belly gets too big, <laughs> and like tying my shoes. You definitely had to do that a couple of times near the end. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, and then I just briefly wanted to talk about the birth and. Wait, did you want to talk about having sex while you're pregnant, or not really? Or was that like being a supportive partner? <laughs> <Were> you, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
I mean, I mean, Fame yeah, says yes. I mean, because as a, as a as a male, then like you're obviously having less intimate time. Yeah, right. Um, so, just just being aware of that and knowing that that that's kind of probably going to be what happens is that there's like a less time during the pregnancy and after for that stuff like that. So you're saying as a as the partner, it's good to just know that that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but 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 also as well, I feel like there were there were times i mean you can just edit this out if you want but there were times where um i mean maybe your body was full of more hormones maybe maybe actually like certain stages of the pregnancy where we were having more intimacy than normal yeah no i i I would fully agree with that yeah yeah it wasn't like how sex life stopped when i was pregnant no and you can you can have sex the the whole time pretty much yeah yeah that's definitely a good one to clarify yeah Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. <laughs> oh, it's because my asthma is like, if I if I did my full hearty laugh, oh, okay. I'd probably start start a coughing fit. So what about during labour? Now, if people listen to the last episode, they will have heard you share um, the birth story that you wrote, and so heard a little bit about how you found it, but. I mean, again, it's still, it's kind of just like common sense, isn't it? It's just like meeting your, like having good communication, being clear on what your partner needs and just. Looking after yourself. And looking after yourself. Mm. Yeah. During labor. But were there times where like you didn't know what I wanted or times that you found quite tricky being the support um, person yeah, during my labor? I think I said in the, in the birth story <laughs> that uh, when the labor first starts and the contractions start happening, uh, you you're kind of not re- really ready for seeing your partner in so much pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite intense. And when you're just kind of by the, there by yourself and you've, you've never ever been around a birth before, it's quite intense to see that. Uh, but I think the most important thing that I found was actually just taking a moment when it started getting real hot and heavy was I actually just took a moment to kind of breathe and slow down and kind of just, you know, just like positive affirmations that I can do this. Um, everything's going to be fine. I was oblivious that you did that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then also just be ready to kind of throw general, um, politeness and sort of just, um, general human niceties out the window. What do you mean by that? Because <clears throat> well, you're not going to be polite and say thank you and please and all that kind oh, of so stuff. Oh, so don't expect that. No. Yeah. <laughs> just like, uh, just like get ready to be treated like, um, like an object really. <laughs> Um, you're going to get yelled at, you might get yelled at or not yelled at, Rosie never yelled at me, but just, you know, like if you say, do you want like a drink? And they're like, no, go away. Or like, you know. So just, I just speak like real bluntly to you. Um, no, it's more, it's more like you're not even saying anything. Yeah. You'd either say True. nothing or you just say no and shake or just shake your head. Uh, so yeah, there's kind of a, there's no room for communication. It's kind of just being really aware and tapped into what Rosie might need at the time, mm-hmm. which is pretty obvious, you know, like, um, water every now and then some food is always offering it, but mm-hmm. don't expect any, any, any niceties or politeness. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's definitely like good. Cause you can kind of be there for, I mean, ours was only 12 hours or something. So pretty short, but, uh, and that's another thing I wasn't really thinking about is that cause I was started at nighttime. I was awake ended up being awake on the first two days for like 40 hours or something. Mm-hmm. And by the end, by end of the pregnancy, I was, I was so, 
I was almost falling asleep. Wait, the end of the, the labor. At the end of the labor, I was yeah. almost falling over, like falling into the the pool because really? I was so tired mm-hmm. and hungry as well. But every time I left you, you would kind of freak out a little bit because you wanted me to be holding your hand. Yeah. And so I didn't have a chance to eat or anything either. So that's definitely something that I would try. Maybe have some food close to the pool or something. Yeah, I never thought about that. I was starving that. and I was so tired. Because it's probably like from that point of view easier for me because like I'm so ensconced in it that you know i'm not thinking about that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. but you're just still like normal life is going well, yeah, not yeah, really yeah. but you know like you yeah. don't have all the hormones and everything yeah and i'm just sitting changing there that i watching. do like it's so tired. yeah so you get so tired so like 10 hours of like you say just sitting there watching getting your yeah. hands squeezed off yeah 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 so that's definitely be prepared to be if it's nighttime that you're gonna get really tired uh so have some like easy food prepared yeah yeah for sure just or just a banana that's all I <laughs> that would have got you I got, a, I got a banana yeah. <laughs> oh. um, and something that you didn't really need to do but that a partner might as be like an advocate for um, for the woman <laughs> and that as well no, um, an advocate for um, what am I trying to say your partner when she's in labor so say uh i got to a stage where a decision needed to be made but i was Mm. too exhausted or not in the right state to make that decision like then you would be the person that i'd be relying on to you know have like mine and baby's best interests um yeah at heart but yeah luckily we didn't have to go there but that's definitely a big role and so that's why i think it's so important that you're involved in the birth plan and know all your options and have that plan B. Mm. And yeah, yeah. And if, if you're a woman and you know that your partner's going to be useless, I would definitely have another friend or something there or your mum, eh? Because you definitely need that that person. Would you say, like, and maybe just instead of if someone's use, useless, like if they've got an area where they're not that great at supporting you to find somebody who is... Uh, good at I mean, supporting I mean, uh, in yeah. that way, but I mean, you're not gonna, um, you're not gonna make, you're not gonna be very lenient in that situation. You just, you just need someone who's gonna be yeah. there for you. Yeah. And if you kind of know that your partner's not, then I would just be honest and be like, I actually need someone real supportive because mm. it's so important. Yeah. Because you need That's you, a good you point. need that person there for you, kind of showing that everything's all right, and you know. Yeah. You don't want to be wasting energy getting frustrated because someone isn't there or that they make like a comment, you know. Yeah. So I'm perfect. I suppose I was able to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I actually, I had a friend, a good friend that I'd asked um, to be at the birth. I said, I'm not sure if I'll need you. Like I have no idea what I'll feel when I actually go into labor about who I want there. But I just had this idea in my mind that like, obviously I want to do in there and yeah, you're like such an amazing support system, system to me. But I was like, maybe just like that feminine energy would be, really good to have as well but um in the end I didn't actually end up um calling on her and yeah like you yeah you just provided you and the midwife definitely just provided everything I needed which was great but yeah obviously everybody is different with that so yeah good point about having the right people there so did you have because I can imagine like becoming or knowing you're begin. <laughs> Knowing you're going to become a dad or just yeah, knowing you're going to experience your partner um, in labor, you can, you're definitely, yeah, or in pregnancy, you definitely have some worries 
and concerns about things what mm. what were they for you yeah so just to like preface the <laughs> worries that i had that the, the, the my worries would always be followed up with i'm pretty sure that this is what every birth partner uh, feels yeah that every parent probably thinks like it's just so natural yeah to yeah, have yeah. Those thoughts. uh so honestly one of the biggest ones i was like super worried that our film would have down syndrome like yeah that was big pregnancy. for you hey even um before she was like the moment I, I wouldn't be convinced until the moment she was born that she didn't have down syndrome um which i mean you could say that's not very fair and stuff but i mean it's like a, a legit worry because if you had a down syndrome kid or you do that's um, gonna change your life a lot more than just having a yeah um someone like fern so that was a genuine worry of mine but i would always think that i'm sure that every most or all parents are worried about their baby having some form of mental disorder because that's I mean, to want it's a, it's the last thing that you want. You know, you want your baby to be perfect, um, and not like not necessarily for your sake, but like that that's on um, gonna be harder well, for yeah, that child, right? Yeah, to be and, yeah, in you, this world. Yeah, you, yeah, you just have dreams of like having a little beautiful kid, and you don't want that to be the other way around. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, you would, you would always adapt. But uh, that was just like a fear of mine. Mm-hmm. But I but I would always just be like. Number one, if I think it, I don't want to create any stuff that's going to happen, but mm. that this is very natural to have those thoughts. And um, <laughs> that if everything, if the mum's healthy and everything's going fine, it's the baby will come out perfectly fine. Especially because you're so young, so the chances of something happening are mm. very, very small. Yeah. Any other worries? Um... I mean, yeah, just the whole the whole pregnancy is quite intense. I think that's one thing that I would want like to say as well is that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that um the whole experience of going watching a birth is like very full on and almost almost dreamlike and magical in a way that you can't really describe unless you you experience it. Uh but. Yeah, just watching your everything stretch and stuff and seeing you screaming is... You kind of get used to it after a while, to be honest, well, during the during the labor. But yeah, it's very intense, um, but also really magical and it will change your, your... It will change you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Did you have any <clears throat> any thoughts about like expectation versus reality of actually being a dad like being a parent um i i didn't know what i don't i don't know what it means to be a parent so i I don't have any expectations i'm just doing whatever seems i'm just doing whatever Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. i have i'm kind of um always every day i'm like a beginner i'm starting new fresh and figuring out and putting together uh, a sequence of moments that seem to keep Fern alive <laughs> and keep us sane. Uh, but yeah, no, not not really. I didn't I didn't know what to expect. So there's mm. nothing that can really surprise me. It's just I know f- I'm full of, fully well aware that this was going to be like a challenge and it was going to be beautiful and that it was going to be really hard sometimes. Uh, but I, but that that's what I expected. I expected the unexpected, which is real <laughs> lame. But uh, yeah, no, nothing can th- really throw you. 
um, out of balance if you kind of were expecting everything. That's cool. So just, yeah, have that real open mind to it. And yeah, just the knowledge that there will be ups and downs like there is in life anyway. Yeah, just, just a real, yeah. it's like the cliche stuff, but they're cliche for a reason. Mm. Yeah, so true. Hmm. Anything else you feel like I missed that? Um, that would be really helpful for people to hear. Uh, no, I just, I think it's just like, yeah, just, just use your common sense and be there for your partner. They need you. Uh, and just get, you're you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, you think, if you think you've experienced love before having a baby and then you haven't, cause it's way deeper and more powerful than you ever, ever would have imagined. And also, they're so cute. <laughs> they're cute and stuff. And get hiccups all the time. Hey. <laughs> all right. Well, we better, speaking of, go look after our child. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for sharing your perspective on things. Um, yeah, exciting to have had my first first guest on the podcast. But Ooh, Is there going to be more? Um, yeah. Yeah, actually, I've got, got some in mind. Really? Yeah, Fern's next. Oh, <laughs> But nah, um, I, I like honestly couldn't have asked more from you during just the whole journey of pregnancy and labor and and being a parent. You're so amazing with Fern. Thanks. Yeah, so nah, very very grateful to have you as my partner. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, cool. That, that's been really nice talking to you. Oh, thanks. We should hang out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right.